0: Welcome to another episode of You Do What? The podcast where I interview my comedian friends about their traditions and rituals. This week on the show I have comedian Derek Lemos. You can find Derek on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Lemos. And he also runs a show, a monthly show, called Avalanche. That's every month at Echoes on Pico in Los Angeles. The next one is on... January 21st at eight thirty. so definitely check that out really fun show I've done it he runs it with a past guest Vanessa Gritton and this week Derek and I talk about making tamales it's very we bond a lot over our shared Mexican heritage lots of fun hope you enjoy are, are you is your background Mexican yeah me too what part of Mexico is your family from
1: you know I actually don't know um mm-hmm. I'm like fourth generation oh wow yeah so i'm Uh the generation that like you know it's like first generation uh you know they they're real quiet they don't talk a whole lot they just like work really hard Mm -hmm. second generation it's you know they get the benefit of that third generation is very like eh whatever and then fourth generation is like uh, you know, they they get into full, like, Rasa mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: like we're taking it back. Yeah, 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 because
1: yeah. that's what I felt like over the last, I don't know, maybe three or four years. Uh, it's just, like, rediscovering, you know, what it means, like, mm-hmm. my identity and, um, you know, history and culture. And uh, we're putting together a family tree to, you know, just to kind of see, like, how far back can we go? How far, you know, what what can we actually discover?
0: Yeah, that's amazing that, four generations because my, my parents are they're both from well my dad's from Argentina but my mom's mm-hmm. from Mexico. Um you, well, know. you go
1: back any farther in California's Mexico. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. That's that's what people don't realize. Uh. It's like, no, we, we belong here, sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well even even more to that point, like I, I think sometimes it gets lost when we talk about like being Mexican or like being Latinidad in, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, there's there's kind of a centeredness around Mexican identities because, you know, we neighbor the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, I think a big component for me that gets lost is, like, we are also indigenous people, those of us mm-hmm. who are ethnically Mexican, not nationally Mexican. Right. You know, because there are many immigrants who come to Mexico and, like, you know, have families and stuff. But ethnically Mexican people come from a long line of indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Like we're fucking Indians. yeah. And even though, you know, the indigenous people who are still in Mexico get treated like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could, we, that literally could take a whole hour seriously <laughs> talking about that, how it like, you know, ties into colonialism and your Euro- Eurocentrism. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's tons of stuff that it ties into. Um, but for me, like the last couple of years and how is it, t- how it ties into tamales, um, is that tamal is an indigenous food.
0: It is. Yeah. I didn't
1: know that. It was, I thought it was just something that we did. You know, It was just like, well, time to make tamales again. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about where they came from. I didn't think about what they actually mean. I didn't think about the tradition behind it at all. Mm-hmm. And so once I started rediscovering um, my roots, that stuff started to come out, and I have such a deeper appreciation for the process and the enjoyment of eating tamales.
0: Yeah, it's... The thing with tamales is, like, there's a reason that we only make them once a year around <laughs> Christmas is because there's so yeah. much work. Oh, my God.
1: They're super labor-intensive. Does
0: your family... Do they make the masa? Mm-hmm. That is, like, the craziest thing to me. because mm-hmm. Like, my family, we, we bought masa from El Gallo Jiro, which is out mm-hmm. in the valley, and it's, it was really good, but, like... I was talking to another Latina friend of mine, and she was saying, like, no, my grandma makes the masa. Wow. Just, like, it takes hours. Like, the whole day is yeah. just for the masa. And then the next day, you assemble the tamales. That's amazing that you guys do the masa yourself. Well,
1: uh, so I think, well, the last couple of years it's been, because everybody's getting older. You know, all mm-hmm. the elders are getting older. Um, like, we'll just go to the store and get m- the masa. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really interesting that you brought that up. So, like, corn is a huge staple in our diet. Mm-hmm but because of how, like, corporate uh, agriculture and, you know, like, the, uh, I I don't know how else to say it, like, the bastardization of, of like, food Mm -hmm. um, has led to a lot of, like, obesity, and a lot, especially within our own communities. Right. Um, I mean, you know, there's, like, food deserts, and there's, I mean, everything is, like, based in corn, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of a corruption of that, like, with, with corn syrup and, and you know, all the, like, the chips and products and, and stuff that has, like, no nutritional value, but it's literally just the stuff that, you know, people survive on when they live in poor neighborhoods.
0: Right. It's filler. It, yeah. m- it makes you feel full until you can get your next meal. Yeah. Like, tortillas and frijoles just <laughs> by themselves. That's a That's a meal for people, but it's... I mean the the frijoles have plenty of nutritional value but the tortillas which is like that's pretty much eaten with every meal mm-hmm. that's not really doing much for you.
1: Well, I mean there there's um there's a lot there it's it's just like we've we've and it's not it's not necessarily our fault it's just kind of what happens with capitalism um is that everything's produced more cheaply Mm -hmm. and you know more filler and more byproducts and everything else is kind of thrown into it and so it it gets so far away from like what tortillas are actually supposed to like they're you know it's corn and water Mm -hmm. it's very simple yeah super simple like there's this restaurant down the street we're in we're in watts right now Mm -hmm. where i work um there's a street there's a um a restaurant down the road called Balan, um, huge shout out to them because their food is delicious. Um, They press their own tortillas and they're about, I mean, they're about the size of my palm. They're Mm -hmm. tiny, but like the, the ingredients that they use, they use like, um, you know, like organic blue corn or they'll use like different, different types of corn to get different um, colors or, or um, flavors inside of the, inside of the masa. To mm-hmm. make the to make the tortillas, um, and like I just found I just kind of got in touch with that recently too. Like they're you know with flavoring the the tortilla masa with like spinach or quelites or um, you know like squash or like to just mm-hmm. give them more flavor to give them like more nutritional benefits. Like it's it's crazy to me. Um, That's awesome. Like yeah, if 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 we were to actually if we were allowed to um stick to our actual diets like the, the our Mexican food is actually is really really healthy mm-hmm. there's tons of veggies and there's tons of like protein and but it's just been it's just been corrupted because that's what happens with capitalism
0: yeah definitely um <clears throat> and with uh with the tamales have you been involved in like the making of the masa
1: not when i was little um mm-hmm. you know it was like so like you were saying it's like a once a year thing. So mm-hmm. for us, um it came after Thanksgiving.
0: Okay, so right like, after Thanksgiving? Well, not
1: right after, but mm-hmm. like a week or two
0: mm-hmm.
1: after Thanksgiving. Um and we've always made turkey tamales. So we've always oh, made Oh, that's babble.
0: great. Mm-hmm. That's such a good use of the leftovers. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that.
1: So, um it was <laughs> you know, when when you're a little kid, it's just like, oh, I'm going over to grandma's and all the cousins are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and you're watching them make tamales, but, you know, it's kind of that blissful childhood ignorance where you're not really sure. It's just like, oh, they're making tamales and, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have to do anything. Yay. Yeah. Um, you know, but now that I'm older, it's like I contribute to either, um, mixing, you know, mixing in the, like, the lard or the, the, um, the the shortening Mm -hmm. into the, into the masa who are actually, like, spreading. Um, it's still my grandma and my aunt who are actually, like, putting the carne in and folding them. Um, oh,
0: okay, yeah. They're
1: still the only ones in the yeah. kitchen. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> but everybody else is, like, seated around the table, and, you know, like, there's music, and there's food, mm-hmm. and it's, like... Lots an, of man. Yeah, Mm-mm. it's an all-day event, and it's, it's one of the few times outside of, like, barbecues, you know, where, like, the, you get to see the whole family, and... Mm-hmm. You know, like have that bonding experience, or yeah. have that bonding time.
0: For and how many generations of, of families are working on this at the, at one time in your family?
1: Um, well, my so my grandma um, is usually you know she's kind of in charge, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I really like about like yeah, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of problems with like machismo and there's a lot of problems with you know patriarchy anything in any society, mm-hmm. but you know a lot of mexican households are run by grandmothers oh absolutely um so she's in charge of the kitchen you know my aunt um one of my aunts is helping her um you know with the with the with the turkey and the um you know and the mole that they use oh the uh, mole yeah. So never we, had a
0: mole tamale. That sounds delicious. Well,
1: it's just like a little it's just a little, you know, filling mm-hmm. seasoning to go with the to go with the turkey. Um, and then the rest of us are spreading around the table. Yeah. And we take turns.
0: That's fun. That's this was I was telling you before we started the show. Um, my job this year was to spread the masa on the on the husk. Uh-huh. And that was the first year I got to do it because I was never trusted to do more than just like put like some of the veggies inside yeah. of it. But then I'm like, okay, we you're you're more responsible and mature now. You can you can fill the masa. And I was like, Am I doing it right? They're like, <laughs> uh, just add another leaf and you're good.
1: <laughs> oh, so, uh, what style do you guys make?
0: Uh Sinaloa style, oh. that's where my mom's from. So the difference between that and other kinds of tamales is you you don't fold it, mm-hmm. you you tie it off on both sides with pieces of husk mm-hmm. so it's like a little like a little it looks like a candy yeah like a candy wrapper um but everything else is pretty much the same like we did we did pork like seasoned pork and um and chicken that was cooked in like a chile verde sauce mm-hmm. and it was really tasty mm-hmm. um only thing i didn't care for was the olives that we used had pits so you no. had to be careful yeah. <laughs> yeah so giving them to some other cousins as was like careful when you're biting you're, you're gonna hurt yourself yeah <laughs> but it was so cool like i i just that was and like we had my little cousin who's like seven he wanted to help he's mm. like just wants to play all day but he saw us like all doing this and he's like oh what can i do i'm like okay he put like put um, one of each vegetable and two olives and he's like, okay and i was like, he's like am i doing it right i'm like mm. yeah it
1: was like so adorable He's so cute <laughs> it's it's did you see... Have you seen Coco yet? Yes. Oh, my God. Loved it. Loved <laughs> I, it. Yeah. I love that they had, you know, like, the there were... So, that movie, I, I've seen it three times now. Uh, I'm probably going to see it another three times. You should
0: see I want to see it more, too.
1: <laughs> and just openly wept every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, you know, like, the, the, the family dynamic they got right, because it's, it's very much a matriarchy, but also, like, you know, they were having a meal together, and, mm-hmm. you know... The grandma was like, "Hey, do you do you want more?" And you don't say no to grandma. Never that's say just, no oh, to grandma. <laughs> Doesn't matter how hungry you are. I think in all Brown families, mm-hmm. that's just you don't say no to grandma. Yeah. Grandma says, "Oh, do you want more to eat?" And you're like, "Yes," and you'll find a way to to get it <laughs> to yeah. finish your plate. Um, but you know, she stacks the the tamales on his plate. Um, and I don't know, there was just there was just that movie is incredibly relatable on so many levels. Mm-hmm. And it's made me think, you know, about, like, think about my own family, Mm -hmm. about how our, you know, how how we operate and how, you know, there's, sometimes there's drama, sometimes there's, you know, infighting, um, you know, but there's, like, that's the one time of year kind of no matter what, like, we're all on the same page.
0: Yeah, because you all know who's going to give you directions, Mm -hmm. you all have a role, there's no room for getting like butthurt about stuff Mm -hmm. which is super cool about that even even the most deep-seated drama like from years back just kind of like is put aside for (laughs) for tamales
1: (laughs) yeah it's and like tamales in general so like you your family's from sinaloa Mm -hmm. um you know i there's not much variation as far as like mexican tamales go Mm -hmm. like it's you know it's corn hus with like a corn masa, and they're very... They, c- they can be moist, but they're usually like kind of dr- a little drier. Mm-hmm. Um, but as f- for the further south you go, um, you know, to like Guatemala, Ecuador, um, you know, even like Salvador, uh, they're, still, they're still a tamal, but like there's slight variances. Mm-hmm. And to me, because, you know, they're, they're like an indigenous food... Like, that says so much about how how similar we, you know, are, like, our ancient bond is, for, yeah. better, for lack of a better word. Like, tamal is the unifying food no matter where you go in Central America.
0: Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's, yeah, it, and there's so many different variations. Like, I think Vanessa was telling me, maybe I'm getting this wrong, but that is from... I think 'Cause her dad's from El Salvador, her dad her mom is from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. One of those countries they do banana leaves mm-hmm. instead of the husk. Yeah. Yeah,
1: in um, in um, Guatemala.
0: Okay, that's where it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought so. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's just it's so interesting. Like the you know, like more coastal will do fish or camarones, like the but they're all <laughs> like they're I'm just I'm just seeing, you know, I mean the the Aztec and Mayan Empire, the Inca mm-hmm. Empire like These were massive civilizations that were, you know, the size of, you know, two times the size of Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, at some point in history, all that started to change, Mm -hmm. mostly because of Spain um, and, like, the Dutch. But that one element hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, (laughs) Mexicans, by and large, might not like Salvadoreños because they have to migrate upwards to get, get to get to the United States mm-hmm. and it's like the farther down south you go just the hatred grows.
0: Yeah, it's so weird. It's
1: so, but everybody's trying to get to the United States mm-hmm. and so whatever border you have to cross, like that's the person who you d- don't like. Right. And it's so ironic because like we are all fighting for that same kind of dignity to be you know seen as a person and to be seen as somebody who's just trying to, you know, provide for our families. But yet we still have that same kind of internalized hatred towards somebody crossing our own borders. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, it's always kind of been like a big, like, hey, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. And it's it's really weird when, like, I'll meet, like, Mexicans that are mm-hmm. very much against mm-hmm. illegal immigration. And I'm like, but you have, that's how your family got yeah. here, probably.
1: Are they from Texas?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Are they from Texas? That is—it's just like because I have a soft spot for immigrants, and I understand the struggle because yeah. that was like my, that was my parents. Yeah. Like my dad got here easier, but my mom, like, she had to go through all that too. And so it's just like I can't, I cannot, I can only empathize with that. I cannot see the other side of it. Where like I get like why it's bad, but I can also argue against mm-hmm. like why we should just
1: let them in. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see any downside to it because you know you like there's a there's a meme that's kind of famous it's just, you know no um no bands on stolen land mm-hmm. or no walls on s- stolen land and that that makes that makes a lot of sense yeah um you know like I know a lot of I know a lot of Latinos I know a lot of um people as they buy into the idea or the concept of whiteness like move away from their own identities mm-hmm. um and I, you know, that's just like, the that's the that's white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Um, like my mom is is fairly light skinned. My my sisters are fairly light skinned. My brother is fairly. I'm the only one, only darker one in the family mm-hmm. as as far as like my immediate family goes. Um, you know, my uncles are are dark. My my grandpa's dark. Um, and there's this like push and pull. I feel um, amongst lighter Latinos sometimes because they because people don't assume that they're Latino yeah um, that they can you know that it's kind of like a like a secret pass when yeah they get to step and walk in both worlds and on one hand you know you like are a fucking dirty immigrant who is like taking people's jobs and you know you're a you're a thief and a rapist and bruh. And on the other side, you blend in. Mm-hmm. You're just Jessica. Yeah. You know, and I can see how that's appealing to some people. That doesn't mean that it's necessarily right or wrong. You know, I have my own personal feelings about it, but mm-hmm. like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Like, w- if it's gonna mean that your family's gonna be able to do a little bit better because you can kind of hide, or you know, that you can uh, you can adapt. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are there were a lot of mixed, um, you know, mixed folks like after after slavery ended, that did the same thing, you mm-hmm. know, to get by because that was there were no other alternatives, you know. Right, Do it's I want... a safety
0: shield. Yeah, they didn't exactly. necessarily ask for it. It's just kind of the way things are. Yeah,
1: and that's the unfortunate thing about about white supremacy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that like the more people the more people of color buy into it. The deadlier it is for the folks who it doesn't apply to, mm-hmm. and that's why I—that's uh, kind of why I hate the idea of like transracial identities, mm-hmm. because it's like I, no matter how hard I try, I can't take my skin off. Like I am very clearly a brown man working, you know, walking through the world, yeah. and there is no reciprocity for me to just say, well, you know, I'm gonna give all that up. Um, call me Travis. I am now a white man. Mm-hmm. But you know um, there was there was you know a trans woman who was identifying as Filipino mm-hmm. um, and that you know uh, her, her her gender identity side it has nothing to do with like her identifying as Filipina um, it, it, it was I don't know it's just this like this odd mo- it's this odd moment in time where like I think White supremacy is is, is being shaken,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like down to its very core. Yeah, um, and it's either going to mean one of two things. I think it's either going to mean the definition of whiteness is going to be expanded, very slightly to probably include Asian people mm-hmm. or some Asian people, um, or it's gonna it's gonna crack and we're really gonna start to 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 see more white people like. S- You know, have this almost like identity crisis Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's like, yeah, well, I'm a quarter French and I'm, you know, kind of Scottish and I'm also like 160 Native American. Like, we've all heard that from, you know. Right. Um, But they're really gonna have to discover, like, what that means Mm -hmm. and how, you know, their families and how their traditions and how their histories fit into either the oppression or lack of oppression that they're currently experiencing.
0: Yeah, that is definitely the interesting thing cuz like you're you're here you're the fourth generation mm-hmm. of of Mexican in in America. It's 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 just so like amazing how the culture has just stayed. I feel like that's what's so cool about Latino culture is it's so pervasive and just like so strong. And I think that's that is because family is put above <clears throat> so many other things in life whereas like in European culture family is not as important I've noticed. It's more about like I mean, I can't really even speak to what I know about most European culture, but it, that's just not like the mainstay. It's it's more about like self, not self actualization, but more about like what you can achieve as an individual mm-hmm. rather than what you can achieve as a family.
1: Yeah, and that's so interesting because I think a lot of that stems from like specifically like uh, like British colonialism, mm-hmm. you know. Because so many different European cultures have a hard emphasis on family, like you know, you can look at Italians, you can look at you know Russians, like mm-hmm. the, there, are, there are, you know, many many countries who have a strong emphasis on families the same way that we do, but because of this idea of like individualism, and because of this idea that like, um, there's no longer this this connection. Um. That you can kind of do it on your own, yeah. Um, And I can totally be off base here, but it's just some stuff that I've noticed. Like Mm -hmm. um, going back to Coco, like his Miguel, the great, the the main character. His great grandma lived in the house with them, yeah. And she died there in the house with them. My great grandma, before she died, lived in in, lived in the home where I'm living Mm -hmm. um, with the rest of my family. You know, we didn't put them in nursing homes we yeah that's like that, a yeah. really
0: weird thing in like teen culture you don't do that mm-hmm. it, it's becoming more of a thing now like in America but even then it's just kind of seen as like taboo like my parents will like just be like horrified at the idea of that they're like don't do that to us I'm like yeah. I'm not going to don't worry
1: <laughs> yeah of like le- of of a ban- of walking away from your family of mm-hmm. Walking, of it's kind of like a shedding of responsibility yeah in a way and like I'll, well, I mean there's so many factors that come into that it's like well we're one of the poorest generation's you know, we're like we're working longer uh, for you know, we're working longer hours. We're getting fewer benefits and, and lower wages, but still there's this expectation of like, well, you're going to take care of me when I'm older. Right. And it's like, well, mm. I, I don't know how, cause I can't even afford to buy a house. Yeah. Let alone, you know, pay my rent.
0: Yeah. It's really tough mm. with, um, Oh, with the tamales, do you, how many do you guys make? Yeah, just like all the tamales. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Latinos uh, could end world hunger mm-hmm.
1: if, if we all got together and just made uh, tamales
0: for like a week. Yeah, for sure. Cause yeah, we made easily over a hundred, and they go fast. Cause you're gonna want to eat one of each flavor. Cause if you make a bunch, then you want. Well, I want to try all of them, and so they. And if you have like family of four plus, you know, half those tamales are already gone. Did you share any with, like, with any friends or outsiders? So usually,
1: like, you know, they, they own big Ziploc bags and we can freeze them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we give, you know, every family member gets a, gets, gets a few, like, dozen to take home. Um, and then, you know, friends of the family, like, will get a few. So it is,
0: I like the act of giving them others. hmm Yes, it's like I'm letting you in on my family, my culture.
1: Yeah, when you feed somebody, especially like when you make them your culture's food, like it's it's a it's a way of welcoming them into kind of like who you are. Yeah. You know, because there's there's the there's the us that we're out in the world, and then there's the us more with our family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those two are similar but not quite the
0: same. Right. Yeah, definitely. I gave, um, I'm trying to think of who I gave malas to. I gave some to um, two of my Jewish friends because they gave me lakas. So it was like a reciprocity thing. And then I gave some to um, my white boyfriend's mom and brother. as Christmas. Yeah, they were so hyped on them because they had never had Sinaloa style. So they were like, whoa, they're like tied off on the two sides. And then the rest were for me because my mom was like, don't give too many away. You're going to regret it. I'm like, you're right. Okay. <laughs> So kept kept them to <clears throat> for myself that I have frozen, and I'm going to eat later on when I'm craving them. <laughs> what, what, later this afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what um let's see what else did I want to ask about them all this? Um, what's like the longest you've been able to make them last from from Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Um, and then steam them for Christmas Eve. Oh, okay, okay, so you, you save them and then cook them. Oh, that's interesting. We did it all the same day.
1: Yeah, so we, we save them until Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Eve's like the big night to have for mm-hmm.
0: Um, And it's just like every meal is from Christmas Eve until New Year. But it's like slight <laughs> variation. Uh huh. Mhm. Uh you know for lunch like it might
1: come with like a like a little salad and then for dinner you know like um make like a chile verde or like a um you know some kind of local um salsa
0: to like put on. Mhm. Yeah, moisten them back up. I love that. I've never the only th- the only thing I've done is like with the sweet corn tamales is I'll fry them a little bit so they're nice and crunchy. I love doing that. But I haven't thought about um doing Like a salad with them, that's a good idea. Well, just as you know, like <laughs> get some more nutrients in you,
1: they're very heavy. And they were supposed to be,
0: mm-hmm. that's literally how the folks got their energy for the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh,
1: people would take them with them when they were traveling or when they were going on a hunt, and that was their food supply. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you 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 feel as soon as you take that first bite, you're like, okay, I already know like what to expect from the rest of this. That that kind of like that feeling of just like, oh no, what did I do? I eat one too many. Yeah, because they look small, but they are not it looks yes. are deceiving. They're so dense. You're eating up brick of corn and whatever else. Yeah, and you will poop out a brick later. <laughs> That's what people don't talk about enough, the tamale poops. <laughs> so I've been having to deal with the past couple of mornings where you're just like, Oh my god, what? <laughs> yeah, so you can make it to work on time still after your tamale poop. <laughs> um uh, this will be my my last question for you. What has been, what's what's your, like, go-to flavor? What's your f- absolute number one favorite flavor at the Miley? Well, my family
1: will only mix, the, we've, the last couple of years we've made the uh, queso and cheese. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, um, the like queso and chine. Mm-hmm. Do you guys call them rajas? Yeah. Okay, that's what we call them, too. for sure. Yes. Mhm.
1: So, like I don't usually I don't usually buy tomatoes from people because it's like, well, I already have a million sitting in my freezer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a comfort thing. Yeah, because yeah, I I have that too. Because like when when I'm eating other tamales, I'm like, this is too much masa, yeah. or this is yeah, yes. yeah. Like you're, you're critiquing
1: their,
0: uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my mom and I will like give each other a look, just like mm mm, mm-hmm. these are not <laughs> up to up to our standards.
1: You're like, that's cute.
0: Because
1: <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, like, I wanted to have that same thing. Mm-hmm. Just, you're, like, kind of, uh, it's like, well, this, is, this one has too much masa. This one's not, you know, this one is, uh, it's too crumbly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold well together. I mean, there's so many. I want, I think next year, because I saw a recipe for um, wayala. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> like, the, the sweet corn. Yes. Wayala.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Please do. And if you do, please invite me over. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because when I was eating them, I was coming up with all these other ideas for for other flavors to incorporate in them because we had these piña and um, strawberry ones that were delicious, but it was like a pre-made mix. We just boiled them. But I was thinking of other good flavors, and the guayaba one was one that came to mind. Yeah. Or like... I have a guayaba tree in my backyard. I'm so jealous <laughs> you little <laughs> oh that is even better than any idea I could have come up with oh guava tree are you kidding me That's... please do oh my god that would make my whole year oh well thank you derek i really appreciate you talking tamales with me well, thank you. yeah